Apple accounts. They come in various ways. You can have an individual account, an account that is shared with two individuals, or a family plan. So what are the pros and the cons? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's go! Good morning, Chet, and how are you today? Good morning, Gary. I'm doing really good. Uh, I, I'm trying to figure out whether I need uh, hearing uh, protection for the 4th of July. Yeah, if you've got a pet or something, that's another issue. Oh, you know, yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's not good news if you got a pet. And they celebrate everything in Florida, I think. So <laughs> I think there's a permanent fireworks stand in somewhere in Florida. Someplace. Oh, yeah. okay. So uh, let's talk about um, individual and family Apple accounts. Okay. And I know there's uh, uh, several of our uh, members, they have a, a joint account. They use the same Apple ID and password. So I'd like to get into a little bit of what the pros and cons of that are. The, okay. the family membership, the uh, individual membership, and, and the shared membership. So let's start with the individual membership first. Okay. So in your mind, what's some of the, the, the pros of having an individual account? One of the, uh, the biggest things that I think of, uh, if you have a couple and they have individual accounts Apple has provided a mechanism for designated designating another Apple ID as a recovery assistant okay so if you lose your password to your Apple account and you're trying to get it back and you can't authenticate yourself if you have set up that recovery alternative Apple ID, then that Apple ID basically takes the responsibility of saying, yes, you're who you say you are. Okay. Okay, which allows Apple to recover your account uh, in a better way. So that's one of the benefits that you can have is you've got the ability to use each other as a recovery assistant in the event that you lose a password. Okay. And that I, I can see as being a big benefit. Another situation that comes up here is it, it kind of depends on how you want to be viewed by uh, people that send email and uh, make schedules with you and so forth. Do they view you as a single unit couple? Mm hmm. Or do you have a lot of things that are separated? You have different doctors. Uh, you have different uh, clubs and things you belong to. Right. Um, so, you know, are, are your lives actually together all the time? Or are you uh, somebody that uh, each of you have your own activities that you're, you're going to? Um, another thing to think about, too, is that you have the Find My application. Mm -hmm. uh, Find My can track devices but FindMy can also track individuals. Mm -hmm. And if they have the same Apple ID, then it can't because Apple thinks you're a single person. But if you have different Apple IDs, you can have that person tracked, and they have to give you permission to follow them. But uh, especially with uh, people as they get older and there's a concern about them uh, getting confused and lost or anything along those lines, you can use that Find My capability to know where those people are and keep track of them. 
So there, there's those kind of uh, differences, as well as the fact that you just all of a sudden have your data separated and you can have independent uh, existences, I guess you could say. Right. Well, let's back up here a minute, because a lot of our members are still on they don't know what's actually stored on their phone. A lot, right. of, them, a lot of them don't want to put a lot of pictures on there because they think it's taking up space on their phone or um, applications or music. But what exactly, what is exactly stored on your phone? Almost nothing. Almost nothing. Right? <laughs> it's a, kind of an interesting situation that the, the majority of what you deal with is stored in remote services out in the cloud someplace. Uh, almost all the applications work that way. So, uh, you know, that, that's uh, one of the things that we got to uh, kind of pay attention to is where is the real information. Um, it, it's not really on your phone. What right. it, it looks like it's on your phone. Your phone interacts with it uh, without you having to do anything special to make that happen. Um, but it, it, the data is not really there. Right. I noticed on my phone, you know, how you can go into general and about where you can check up how much storage you have left. Most of my most of my storage is taken up with apps and mm-hmm. music. That's right. basically it. You know, photos, photos are, are iCloud. So, um, yeah, I think a lot of our members are, are kind of unclear on exactly what is stored on their phone. So I kind of want to clear that up before we go any further. Well, it's an interesting problem because the phone is the only thing you can touch. Oh, uh, yeah, right. So I, I can hold the phone in my hand, and in the past, the thing that I could hold in my hand is where my information was. The file folder that contained the pages was in the desk drawer. Um, you know, the notebook contacts. I carry with me had all the information on it. And so moving into this world of electronics where things are stored out in the cloud someplace, that's a very different idea and mm-hmm. a very alien idea. Well, another, uh, getting back to the uh, pros of uh, having an individual account, is your customization. Mm-hmm. You kind of custom your phone the your iPhone the way that you want as, as far as like wallpaper and the way uh, notifications behave and so forth. So right. That's, that's, a, that's a pro. Yeah, one of the uh, downsides, I guess, of, of uh, sharing an Apple ID is that if somebody makes a change in the way the account works, uh, that's going to be reflected on the other person's device. Right, right. So let's yeah well let's do a little bit on the uh, the um, family plan or the mm-hmm. shared plan. So okay. What's some of the pros to have a, a, a single user Apple ID? Uh, if you have a single user on the family plan, that doesn't buy you much of anything at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the family plan is designed to allow multiple people to be recognized as a family unit. Uh, and uh, if you just have one person, the family plan doesn't buy anything. And again, if you're sharing an Apple ID, Apple thinks it's one person. Mm-hmm. So there, there is not much in the way of uh, pros in that environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there really aren't any cons either at that point, but uh, then uh, you're not taking advantage of anything that's in the family plan. So when you're on the family plan, you still have individual Apple IDs. You're just sharing your Correct. Name. Right, right. Yes. One of the people is designated as the family coordinator, family owner, whatever uh, the, the term is that they use. Uh, that person is the one that sets up uh, the iCloud storage, uh, that creates the family and has the authority to 
uh, be the the boss and the slave driver for the family. Right. Uh, the other users are then designated by that person as members of the fa- family, and as members of the family, they can share the iCloud storage. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to pay for extra iCloud storage. Uh, they uh, get their five gigabytes for free, plus then they have access to the, the family storage. You can have a shared photo library, which mm-hmm. is independent of each individual's photo libraries. Right. So each individual continues to have a private photo library where only they can see the photos in their library, but then you can have the family shared one where anything you want to share with the family, you put the photograph in the shared library and all members of the, the family can share it. So you got some benefits that way. Uh, it becomes easier to designate people as a recovery expert or as uh, someone who is authorized to see Find My Data uh, and so forth from in a family plan. If you have a family plan, Apple looks at the family plan, and if you say, well, I want to authorize somebody if they're a member of the family, uh, you have a much easier job doing it than if they're not a member of the family. So you get benefits that way. Yeah, one of the big perks of having the family plan is the members of uh, the 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 family who is sharing the plan with other members shares not only like their um, photos and, and, and so forth like that, but if you have like I have um, Apple One mm-hmm. where I get Apple TV, the news, the workout, so they have access to they all have that access also. to all that. Also, uh, apps, uh, the purchase of apps. Right. If one uh, one member of the family purchases the app, or I guess if the, the coordinator for the family purchases the app, the family members all have access to that. Within the uh, limits of that app, the app itself may have internal controls to prevent that. Mm-hmm. But most apps uh, in the family plan allow the family members to, to participate in the app. And I think uh, certainly there's a way to prohibit the family member from buying apps if they wanted to, though, right? Uh, I don't know how much restriction you can do. I know uh, you can turn on uh, some of the uh, um, limitations and child uh, Mm. uh, limits and so forth that you can set to prevent people from going into certain apps. Uh, So you could uh, potentially block other members of the family from going into the app store, for example. Um, but I don't know that you could completely stop them. Uh, they'd have to have their own credit card, though, on file with their Apple account if they wanted to do something independent of the family. Right. Well, the, you know, the Find My is really something to uh, consider because, as you said, they, you can't track people. You can track devices with That's it right. when, you're sh- when you're sharing an account. So, you know, there's so many. It's, it's, it's easy to see why people get confused. You know, oh, it, it is. Account, it's very confusing. Family family sharing, you got uh, two individuals using the same Apple ID, which <clears throat> I don't know, to me, that just to me, when two people are sharing an Apple ID, that's just a recipe for disaster, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, it, it has a potential for being, and, and I think one of the smartest things that people could do is actually sit down and draw a picture of what devices they have and what accounts they're associated with. Uh, the other spot where this becomes a real problem is if you have a uh, shared Apple ID and one uh, member of the couple or one side of the couple wants to uh, upgrade their iPhone and the other one doesn't. Right. right. All of a sudden now you, you've got this issue with, well, what do I tell the guy in the store? And uh, they get very confused. 
mm-hmm. you're not sure how to answer questions, and so the, you're kind of setting yourself up for problems. So even in, in a situation where you have separate Apple ideas, I, I still think it'd be a great idea if you just drew a quick little picture mm-hmm. of what are my accounts, because you can also have each person in the couple uh, can be, or in a family, if you have a family group, can be logged into the same email account. Mm-hmm. That doesn't uh, prevent you from seeing each other's email if you give the password to that account to other people. They can see your email. They can participate in your email. So you can share that. You can share uh, scheduling information and calendars and things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can collaborate on notes and uh, so forth. So there's a lot of things that, as a family group, it's easy to share and see these other things without having to be the same, treated as the same person by Apple. I know <clears throat> several times uh, over the last couple of years we ran into a situation where members had the same Apple ID, and whoever set the account up knew the password and the other person didn't, and so that person wasn't with them that knew that, so then they had to do all this calling around just to get the password, so that's that's where I think it could become a nightmare yeah. there. So, um, well... Anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I, I don't think so at this time. Uh, I just think that this is something that people need to think about a little bit and give some thought to how they want to set this up, that this is more complicated than people think it is. Uh, they, they look at it and say, i got a single iPhone. It should be really simple. Unfortunately, it's not. Right, right. Yeah, you just as you said, just take a, a little time and, and map out your devices and do the pros and cons with your partner or whoever's going to be sharing either an Apple ID or a family sharing plan and just kind of work through it before you make any decisions. Well, the interesting thing with the family plan, too, just to think about it, is you could can incorporate family members who aren't living with you. That's right. right. So your kids mm-hmm. and your grandkids mm-hmm. could be part of your family. Exactly. My son's part of my, you know, and he's back in Louisville, and he, you know, he watches the Apple TV and was able to do that. And so, yeah, it's, it's a good... It's good for him because he's not paying for it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chet. Well, let's wrap it up with that. And uh, uh, thank, thank you, everybody, for the listen today. And we will see you next week. Goodbye, Chet. Goodbye, Gary. Goodbye.